to you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. cracked pots. I would like to say that this is an original comment for me, but I have to admit that I borrowed it. It's the title of a book written by a Christian author, a woman named Patsy Claremont, a former agoraphobic who, with the help of many of faith and prayer, overcame her challenge and has been able to reach millions of readers through her books and speaking engagements. Drawing on a clever and insightful sense of humor, she's helped herself and many others to look further than their own weaknesses and insecurities to become present-day disciples and servants of God. A couple of her other books include Normal is Just a Setting on Your Dryer and You Are More Than You Know. I heard her speak several years ago at a women's retreat with my in-law, aunts, and cousins. I thought of her a lot while preparing for this sermon. While the Bible and our faith, by the way, are all about teaching the Word of God to others, as I read the lessons for today, I tried to focus on the kinds of people that God seeks and provides with all the gifts that are necessary for His or her purposes here on earth. But here's the deal. There was no particular kind of people. Those God chooses and those who choose God do not fit into any specific kind of person. They're all kinds of people, kinds in the plural. They are introverts and extroverts. They are wealthy, poor, educated, unschooled, peasants, men, women, kings, queens, shepherds, fine upstanding people, and well, actually many, maybe even mostly, cracked pots. In today's lesson, we heard about some of them, those with great differences, and they've all come to be of service to God in different ways. Look at some of the people we've met in today's lessons, and in many of the lessons we hear each week. They all have different gifts, personalities, and lifestyles and all were loved by God, and all had come to love and serve God and others somehow. In Isaiah's lesson today, which is considered one of the servant songs, all are called to be counted as the faithful chosen servants of God. Isaiah writes, the Lord called me before I was born. The psalmist refers to the speaking of God's faithfulness and love as does Paul's letters to the church in Corinth. In John's Gospel, we hear the testimony of John the baptizer, who, by the way, was looked upon as some sort of crackpot even in his own day. We know John from Matthew's Gospel as the one who wore a camel's hair shirt and ate a weird diet of locusts and honey. He preached that the coming of the kingdom was at hand, and was loudly exhorting people to repent, be baptized, and prepare the way of the Lord. A real weirdo. In today's Gospel, we are again with John and two of his followers when Jesus walks by. 
in one of those, one of those was Andrew, who will become a disciple of Jesus. Andrew went out and found his brother and brought him along. This was Peter. From some of the stories of the gospel, Peter blundered many times throughout his discipleship with Jesus, but he was always loved, forgiven, restored, and kept on with his ministries to become one of the great apostles. See where I'm going with this? God loves us, and God uses cracked pots, and they exist in proliferation. And a good thing, too, because since the time of the crucifixion, after the death of Jesus, there were only simple humans to carry on the teachings and traditions of Christ. Many generations of Christians and Christian leaders have passed through the world since. It's now the 21st century. We are now it. And still, there is no one that is perfect. God provides us and prepares us for the necessary gifts and skills by which to share God's word and grace. Well, I should say he tries to prepare and provide what is necessary, but the very nature of our being is to be imperfect. I don't like to say that God has no choice, but I also must admit that if he's looking for perfection, his choices are severely limited cracked pots. It is in this state of imperfection that we as Christians are charged with the continued worship and study of God's word and promise. We are charged with the continuance of its teachings and with its spreading outward. We, you and me, all of us, uh, and I'm one of the pots, the greatest, biggest cracked pots in the world, I think, it's easy for us to sit by and watch and wait for those among us who are brilliant, incisive, articulate, and educated to teach and feed us the information we need for salvation. It is easy to sit by and watch those who are trained professionals to minister to the needs of those who are seeking the ill, the distressed, and the oppressed. It is easy for us to sit by and admire the people who have plenty of time to bring solace, comfort, and company to the sick, the aged, the suffering, and the needy, and the lonely. I have to admit, both to you and to myself, that I am as guilty as anyone here. We all have many reasons why we can't or won't, but for many of us, it is just really comes down to we don't. And maybe some of what we say to ourselves as excuses are true. So maybe we don't have the talent, the time, the intelligence, the education, the keen, incisive insight, the fine people skills, or any of the attributes we think we must have. Or maybe we have some of them, maybe a few, maybe just one. So maybe our own lives are not perfect. But when we examine those in the readings from today and from our knowledge of the many stories in the Bible, we understand that none of these people had it all. They were also imperfect because we are the ones who are present and on the spot right at this time in history. 
We need to preserve and reflect Christ's attitude of love, and it is indeed an attitude. In committing to the service of our Lord, we should look at ourselves and how we conduct our lives and how we see others. Being a Christian is more than just performing the right things. It really is an attitude of living in love. It is in being committed to God and in how we ourselves behave and view others. We need carefully to attend to our own attitudes about how we treat each other as God's people. In preparing for this sermon, I saw this poem which is attributed to St. Teresa of Avila, a 16th century Spanish mystic. It rather sums up the idea that we, as imperfect persons, are to be the teachers and the examples of Christ in the world in the next generations. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. No hands but yours, no feet but yours. Yours are the eyes through which to look out, Christ's compassion to the world. Yours are the feet with which he is to go about doing good. Yours are the hands with which he is to bless others now. So thank God that he can and did and does use cracked pots. In this season of Epiphany, we need to reflect upon the fact that while we are not perfect and we are not Jesus, but we are the ones who are expected to act and must act in the here and now to be the voice, the heart, and yes, the hands of Christ to others. And yet while we're taught to live lives that embody Christ and we may act as his agents, we are all still just cracked pots like many of the figures in the Bible and like many of the servants of Christ that lived through the ages from his birth, death, and resurrection, we must uphold and pass along the teachings of Christ into the present day and beyond.